0: It is time we dispel one of the number one comments I see in my crash videos. And obviously I talk about a crash in transactions, not in price, which really irritates a certain segment of the community. And most of their comments are something like, of course you don't want to crash. You're invested in real estate and you don't want it to kick your ass. So I just want to be very, very clear and say, I would like nothing less than to repeat 2010. I want my market to crash 75%. It would not affect me in the least. And I would clean your clock because I have cash, a reputation, and the ability to borrow millions of dollars. And I did it before. Did you read the book? Oh, I hate these comments. I would love a crash. I got my two boys here, Dion and Matt. Matt, we'll go to you first.
1: Wouldn't you just love like a true 75% housing crash? Well, so ours here adjusted kind of close to nationally. It was like 25 to 30%. Okay. And so I, but I would welcome that. That'd be awesome. I would be thrilled to do that. I mean, we've got the reserves, we've got the ability to you know, basically create capital, collect capital. And ironically, in that time, the other reason, if it weren't just for being able to buy a bunch of assets, my rents actually all went up. So, I mean, that kind of works out in my favor too. So the lesson that all the stupid soup drinkers need to learn is it comes down to one thing and one thing only, which is assets. You want assets. People with assets become wealthy. People with no assets are just asses. Just
0: (laughs) So they dropped
1: the other part of assets. So So they, they didn't, they couldn't afford the ETS. Uh. So at the end of the day, you need to get in the game. If you want to get in the game, otherwise go watch a bunch of that, you know, crash bro porn and lose and continue losing because I've yet to hear of a relevant idea that they've come up with or see anything that they don't have to turn themselves into human origami to explain. I've Mm -hmm. not seen it yet. And so at the end of the day, all I've done is increase my net worth by 40% over the last Three years, if that's how you want to track it. But here's yeah. what I've done even better I've doubled my income on a monthly basis. Doubled. Yeah. yeah. Did you double your income? No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Dion, let's have a conversation with you, right? You, you're on the smaller side compared to Matt and I. That's not a secret. Uh, let's just pretend that your investing market crashed 50% tomorrow. What happens to the assets that you own already? Does the bank come back and take your assets? Do they have the right to do that? Is that what happens? Is that why real estate is going to crash? Because the bank's going to take your assets that fell 50%?
2: The last thing that the banks want is my assets if they lose value, because the debt is worth more to them then than the asset is. So I'm in a protected position then. What I want is for that 50% crash to happen, not because of the reasons you guys do, We do want the crash for the same reasons. You guys would be like a kid in a candy store. We've done it before. (laughs) You could raise capital. You've done it before. But here's why. So my goal was never the biggest portfolio. It was never the bragging rights on numbers. It was never generational wealth. I actually kind of think that would be a bad thing for my kids. They'll inherit millions. I just don't want them to think they will. I want them to think they have to be productive on their own. I want the 50% crash because of the thing Matt talked about. My goal was the right amount of cash flow with the least amount of units. And if there is a massive flood of inventory, that means we have a lot of people having to sell their properties, Mm -hmm. unemployment, foreclosures, whatever the metric was, if it just somehow magically happened overnight instead of four to eight years, just happened now. And there's all these, where do they go? They become Mm -hmm. renters. Just like right now, what we have is Big apartments renting um, uh, might be softening, not going up as fast. But in the four units or less, rents are still spiking. Rents are still going up because it's really hard to buy a house. When you can't buy a house, you're forced to be a renter. So the the inventory of people that would be buyers are now being renters longer and more. So rents are being pushed up. Even um, the housing authority fair market rents for next year in our area seeing over a 20% spike. So I I just talked to a tenant where their rent went up. Um, $300. So it's not a big increase growing we up $300. The tenant's portion went down $500. The tenant was ecstatic with section eight that their rent went up because they have to pay less now. Because so let me, let me just was- repeat
0: that. So this is a section eight tenant. They have yep. their yearly, I don't know, evaluation or whatever you want to call it. And the tenant is ecstatic because their rent went up 300, but their portion went down 500. They yeah, don't I had, give a I ass. And I
2: can, It's got too much data on here to read, but I could show you if I get it in the camera, that's the Tenant nice. was paying $1177. The rent goes up $300. Now the tenant's paying $699. So yeah. me and the tenant got this letter at the same time after we talked to the housing authority. So there they're go. super happy their rent went up, but that's happening because more people have to be renters. There's more need for section A. There's more funding being released for it. They're factoring in the rent increases of 2021 now. So yeah, a crash would be awesome for the people who own assets. And for me, it's not because I'd go out and buy more. I don't know that I oh, would, even if they went on a great sale. I mean, you guys would probably talk me into it.
0: Oh man, I would spank you hard <laughs> if you didn't buy okay. something. Right,
2: <laughs> exactly. But my rents would go up, my debt is fixed. Kind of exactly. like there's this spectrum of people when they hear about um, interest rates going up, housing crash coming. And if you're far out on the spectrum here, you go, oh, the, you guys that own real estate are so screwed. Interest rates have doubled, you're gonna lose everything. They say that in comments.
1: They mean it. They actually mean it. Because they, they, they actually think it's true
2: because <laughs> they're uneducated, not because they're dumb, because they just haven't seen, okay, how does fixed rate debt work? Right. Uh
0: and- I think they're dumb,
1: but that's okay. <laughs> so I think so- that there's a there's certainly a combination. There's certainly a combination of dumb and ignorant. Okay. And that's uneducated. Fair. Because I am uneducated extremely uneducated, but probably not considered dumb and probably not considered ignorant. Well, let's be very clear for folks who don't know. You have a ninth grade education. I dropped out in the ninth grade. I don't have a ninth grade. So eighth
0: grade grade education. (laughs) And oh, by the way, I don't think Dion will be offended when I say this. You are the smartest of the three of us, even though you're the least educated. There's no question. No question. No. Depends on what it is. No, there's no question. Um, Talking talking to people, I
1: think Dion's better.
0: Yeah, and for the it's fact, just, just to me. close this out, Dion's the best teacher. Let's by far. Get that not right. even by close. far. By far, yeah. yeah. So. Um, but let's kind of break down what um, I guess I'll say the ignorant don't know. Let's not call them dumb. Let's go back. So their first thought is, oh, great. These, these real estate guys are going to get their asses spanked sure. when rates double or sure. rates double or values fall 50%. So let's break this down. How how it works in the United States, because if you're in Canada or the UK, it could be different because you're a variable rate debt and you could be in a world of hurt. In the United States, one of the unfair advantages we have is 30-year fixed rate debt. And if it's 30-year fixed rate debt residential, there are currently no clauses in these contracts that say if the value falls below X, we're going to take back the property. Now, if you're in commercial, there are things called debt service ratio and these other things, but that's mm-hmm. not what we're talking about. We are talking about residential, which is the majority of all of our, yeah, and look at that. Rate debt. Debt. Yeah. yeah, so we have an unfair advantage. So mm-hmm. if values fall 50% or rates double, it has zero impact on our existing portfolio because we have 30-year fixed rate debt. It right. doesn't matter. Correct. So second, I will admit if my market of Fresno, California repeated a 75% crash, my net worth would get smashed, crushed,
1: crushed, crushed. And I wouldn't care. You'd probably have a negative net worth. No. 75% on all your assets?
0: No. We have enough paid off, free and clear. But anyways. It it would would be
1: 75. If my assets all go down 75%, I would have a negative net worth.
0: Yeah. You know, it would be, it would be, it would be a pain. It actually might be close. I haven't done the math. It would be close. But as I've said repeatedly on this channel, I don't give a rat's ass about net worth. I think it's a big number.
1: It is. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's kind of like manufactured cap rate with performance. Like, it's like fake, 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 fake. I can fake my way through that entire number. It's all fake. It comes down to one thing and one thing only. I look at that PFS once a year after my bankers asked me for it five times because I hate freaking filling it out. It's a pain in my ass. I do too. And then I'm like, (laughs) and literally I sent it in and I was just like, I didn't even do the math. I sent it in, sent it to her. She calls me back two days later. She goes hey, you hit a big milestone this year. I go, what? She goes, I'm looking at your PFS. And I go, she goes, don't you look at that before you send it to me? No, I don't. It doesn't matter. I fill out the numbers in the dashes, that's it. She goes, well, but you saw your rent roll. I said, well, that I know by heart. Yeah, that I know pretty well. (laughs) Yeah, those those 137, I can tell you every number in the rent market for all 137 units. I can tell you every one. Because yeah. that's what the focus needs to be. It's not about net worth. It's really, truly about cash flow. That's yeah. what enables you to do Dion's life.
0: Yeah, and then it's then the income statement. The income statement matters. Balance sheet doesn't. To your point, correct. And that's going to go up. But here's the last one because um, I've got to go for the my next call. That that really irritates me. Mm-hmm. Real, I mean, like really irritates me because I've done it. I've been in the throes of this. If my market falls fifty to seventy five percent. Okay. All of these pretenders who say they would get in the game would be scared little sissies yeah, yeah, yeah. and do absolutely nothing yeah. because they all think it's going to go down. And I say that is somebody who was buying houses 150, 130, 98, 87, 76, 52, 37,
1: 32, 28. Hmm. Because y'all didn't show up.
0: Right. Y'all don't show up. So I hope my market crashes 50% to 75%. It kills my balance sheet, which I give rat's ass about. None of my properties get lost because that's not how my debt works. My income goes up, and then I get to leverage my reputation and my stack of capital, and I will double or triple my portfolio, you freaking crash idiots. Yeah, Dion, wrap us up. Bring us home.
2: I agree that if prices start crashing, do come down a lot of the people are going to disappear because here was, we could have played a drinking game in 2011. Mm. Every time on the media or news, any outsource, any source you would hear double dip recession. Yeah. Every time you heard that word, you could have took a drink. You would have been drunk all day. So if you're waiting for the crash, if there's a YouTube channel that's telling you to wait for the crash to take action or to hurry and take action, you should block that content. Yeah. Because there's only two things that tell you when to buy real estate. It's not rates. It's not prices. It's not rents. It's not anything in the market. And you shouldn't be watching people like that. So you can find me right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom.
0: Yep. Matt, closing thoughts?
1: The one thing people need to do is in watching that Meet Kevin interview that you did, which was excellent, people need to go on there, ask questions, make comments. Because you're by far the most credible person he has on there when it comes to real estate investing. But I think the, the the last piece of that is he believes rates will be in the ones. I heard like, that. I didn't like know Jordan. that going in. He believes that rates will be in the ones. What's most interesting about that is let's just get nuts and say that happens. At that point, it becomes an inventory issue. And if you're at a 750 credit score with a 20% down payment, you're not going to get anybody to look at you you better have an 820 credit score and be able to buy it for cash where credit doesn't even matter. Because if rates ever get down to that number, the number you're going to be paying, guys, there's always a reason to not do something. And that's the problem with the Crash Bros is they teach you how to not do anything and just constantly be speculating the numbers. Figure out in your head, what's the perfect number? Well, I really need the property to be a like 300 grand and I really need like a two and a half percent rate. Well, you know what I really need? A Ferrari driven up to my front door with Shania Twain in it. That's what I really need. But I've got a better shot of that happening than you do of that happening. So people need to be consuming content like this, getting a real understanding of the market. So whether they're investors or even home buyers, they can recognize you're going to have to pivot as the market moves. Lumberjack Landlord, YouTube and Instagram, check me out. Dion. One
2: last thing, Yeah, sorry. One last thing really quick. I could turn anything into a drinking game. I want people to go and watch the meet Kevin video that you did the interview with Kevin, because he's an investor and very successful at, at YouTube, right? He's got a massive following. Yeah. Watch that video and look at how many times meet Kevin says, Oh, really? Uh-huh. As the, you know, super educated successful investor shares current investing strategies that meet Kevin hasn't had to pay attention to.
0: Right. Yeah, that that would uh, I appreciate that, guys. Thank you for watching your support and your comments. Uh, made uh, a lot, of, meant a lot to me. I actually go to those videos and respond. Hopefully, helping that video get more views. So I actually go to Meet Kevin's channel and, and respond. At the end of the day, folks, if you still believe that a fifty percent housing crash would hurt Dion, Matt, or I, you don't get it, and you right. need to watch this again. I want to say in black and white terms. I would like nothing better than my real estate market to crash 50%. Mm-hmm. My net worth would crash. And maybe you would celebrate that, but you don't understand. I don't care. I would, I would double or triple my portfolio. And uh it would be amazing. So let's put it out in the universe, folks. Let's have a 50% housing crash. We just lost Dion. Matt, thank you so much. Anytime, guys. Have a great one next